Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Fibber, McGee, and Molly Show. NBC and Papermate Pens present Fibber, McGee, and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huttle. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Most of us have been called away from home and loved ones at one time or another. And we know from the experience that there's nothing quite as important during those days of separation as mail. A good old letter from home. Any man or woman in the armed forces will tell you the only call that takes precedence over mess is mail call. And when a letter is more important to a hungry G.I. than food, you know it means something. The truce in Korea doesn't mean we should stop writing letters to our men and women in service whether in U.S. camps or overseas. Mail from home is just as important now as it ever was. Yes, in some respects, it's even more important. The action, the strain, the anxieties of war can keep a soldier's mind occupied. But when the letdown comes, the time to relax, that's when morale needs a shot in the arm. Be sure, too, to mail your soldier's Christmas packages early. That way you'll be sure he'll receive it in time to make his Christmas away from home a little more cheerful. Well, November 30th, 1953 has finally arrived. And Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista is wild with joy. This is the moment he's been waiting for for seven long years. Yippee! I made it, Molly. I finally made it, kiddo. Wahoo! The day is finally coming. I'm still here, alive and healthy. Yippee! McGee, stop that dancing around before you knock something down. <sighs> Me, for instance. What's all the excitement about? What's it about? You mean to tell me you don't know what day this is? Well, aside from Monday, November 30th, I haven't the faintest. Kiddo, this is my day of liberation. Today I'm free. From what? From bad luck. Don't you remember what happened on that fatal day of November 30th, 1946? That's the day I busted the mirror. Boy, oh boy, my seven years bad luck are over. This calls for a drink. We got any root beer? I says, we got any root beer? Molly, what are you looking at me like that for? I never drink a whole bottle. <laughs> I wasn't worried about that, dearie. I, well, I was going to ask you to do something for me, but now Don't I... Don't you worry, I'll do it. Ask me, just ask me anything. You've been through this seven years with me all the way, and you've been a good kid, too. Anything you want me to do, ask me to do it, and I'll do it. Ask me. 
Well, I... Come on, don't be timid, Tootsie. What do you want me to do? You won't like it. I'll love it. From here on in, I'm afraid of nothing. <laughs> Why? A guy that he's just been through seven years bad luck where every minute anything could happen to the guy if he wasn't careful, which I was all the time, and come out of it with nothing worse than a few busted bones now and then and a couple of cases of pneumonia by watching himself every minute like I done. What can I lose now? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Take the hall mirror downtown and have it resilvered. Take the... The hall mirror downtown? Yep. Oh, Molly, today, of all days... Now, don't be superstitious. Sensible people don't believe in that seven years bad luck business. There's nothing to it. Oh, they don't, isn't there? Well, I just been through it, Tootsie, and don't forget it. It was horrible. Doggone it, why does it have to be done today, Molly? Why does that mirror have to be reslivered? Silvered? Yeah, yeah, today. Why? Because I'm sick and tired of looking at it. And if I don't get that thing attended to today, I'll be so upset I won't be able to cook you a meal for a month. Where is it? Wrapped up in brown paper on the hall table. I was going to ask you to take the coffee tray, too, and have new handles put on it, but as long as it frightens you so much just to carry a mirror, why... Hold it. Maybe this is a reprieve. A break. Maybe it's the cops come to take me away. Maybe it's... Come in. Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi. Hey, look, Oldtimer, how would you like to make a buck? Sitting down, Johnny, with my feet on a desk. <laughs> I'm getting a little tired of that grocery boy job of mine. Too much walking. Look, I got a deal for you, boy. You take this package here down to the Alice in Wonderland looking glass shop, and you've made yourself a buck, boy. Two bucks. What's in it? A mirror. We want to have it resilvered. Kids, you got the wrong man, not me. Liable to bust it. Get seven years bad luck that way. Yeah, but you... I don't fool with mirrors, son. Since what happened to Papa. Well, I know I shouldn't ask, but I guess I'm just impulsive. What happened to Papa? I now teach one night in a swanky restaurant, daughter. Spill the salt. Naturally, he picked up a handful of it and throwed it over your shoulder. Hit the head waiter in the eye. Head waiter throwed Papa over your shoulder into a plate glass mirror and busted it into a jillion pieces. <laughs> and the next day, kids, down in Manila Harbor, they blowed up the battleship Maine. <laughs> What's the connection between that and the busted mirror? I don't know, Johnny, but it sure makes you think, don't it? <laughs> Good luck with the mirror, son. If I don't ever see you again, it's been nice. So long. You see, Molly, even the old timer admits that it's dangerous to carry it. Here's your hat. Grab the mirror. Come on, dearie. Let's go. Okay. Paper made pens are leak proof. Give a paper made pen. Paper made pens are smear proof. Give a paper mate pen. Santa's hooray, give paper mate. Say, what are you doing? Practicing Christmas carols? Mm, well, sort of, Molly. I was singing the paper mate song because that's what I'm giving everyone for Christmas this year. Paper mate songs? No, paper mate pens. Sometimes, Molly, I... <laughs> I was just teasing, dearie. Well, gee whiz. Paper mate pens make a fine gift for everyone. That's when you give a paper mate, you're giving the pen that bankers and school principals approve. The pen that's guaranteed not to leak, smear, or transfer. That's a good point, McGee. That reminds me, the paper mate point pops out and retracts at the push of a button. Point's always clean and never needs wiping. I was going to say, too, that every paper mate pen comes in a free gift box. Yep, a free gift box. And the price is still only a buck sixty-nine. So, folks, give a gift you know is right. This year, give a paper mate pen. You can buy them everywhere in seven different color stylings. <laughs> Careful, Molly. Don't walk too close to me. You might nudge me and make me drop this mirror. Don't be such a fraidy cat. 
I never realized what a superstitious man you were, McGee. I'm not superstitious. I'm just careful. A guy that's had as many hard knocks as I've had don't want to get any with a mirror in his hands because... Well, hello there, Molly. Hiya, leadhead. Hello, doctor. Don't get too close to me, fatso. I got a mirror here and I want to drop it. Well, I don't know why a mirror should be so precious to you, my boy. I've seen better looking faces than yours peeking in my window Halloween. Well, it isn't that he's vain, Doctor. He's just afraid he'll break it and have seven years' bad luck. Yeah, I busted a mirror seven years ago today, Doc, and I don't want to go through that all that again. Come on, Molly, let's get this thing to the mirror shop. I guess we'd better, Doctor. Be careful with a little fumble foot, Molly. Watch out for the manhole, McGee. Oh, my gosh. Where, Doc? Well, what manhole? Right in front of you. The one with the cover on it. Oh, Doctor. <laughs> scare you, Jumpy? <laughs> so long, Molly. <laughs> Snicker. Big fat clown. He almost made me drop this mirror, Molly. I ought to go. No, no, I'll take it easy. Come on, hurry. Here's our chance to get across the street. No traffic. Hurry up, walk faster. The light'll change on us. I'm we... not hurrying for anybody today, Molly. I wouldn't run if the tail of my shirt was on fire. Because... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on, McGee. What's the matter? Uh, my foot. I got my foot caught in the car tracks. Oh, oh dear. Uh... Foot, dearie. Wiggle your foot. I am wiggling my foot. I'm wiggling it so hard my hat's falling off. Oh, my God. Ah, drive around us, you big Logans. Can't you see the man stuck? Why don't you take your shoe off, McGee? I can't. I was so afraid I'd trip over my shoelaces that I tied them in hard knots. Oh, my oh, this is murder. Is there a streetcar coming? No, nothing but trucks, cars, moving vans, motorcycles, and little things like that. Is your foot coming loose? I can't tell. It's going to sleep. Oh, this is Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Oh, Mr. Wimple, it's nice to see you. I got my foot caught in the car tracks, Wimp. I got a mirror here, and if I get it busted, it'll be seven more years. I'll take charge here, Mrs. McGee. The first thing to do is keep calm, Mr. McGee. I'll get you loose. Yeah, well, hurry up. Do something, somebody. Is the streetcar coming? No, no, there's... This happened to me one time, and Sweetie Face got me loose, Mrs. McGee. And this is how she did it. Yeah? Oh, oh you'd better hold the mirror. Uh, that's it, Mrs. McGee. Uh, what you gonna do, Imp? Kindly remain calm, please. I'll need three simple props, Mrs. McGee. A five-cent piece, a pin, and a pocket handkerchief. Here, now let me see. Here's a nickel, and here's a pin. Well, hurry up, will you? Get me loose. I have a handkerchief, Mrs. McGee. Now, uh... Mr. McGee, take this handkerchief in your left hand. Oh, my gosh. What are you trying to do, Wimp? Do what he says, McGee. He'll get you loose, I hope. And hold this nickel at arm's length in your right hand. Yeah? Way out. Arm's length. That's it. Now, hold the kerchief over one eye, and with the other eye, see if you can read the date on that nickel. Read the date? Let me see. It says... Study it good, because while you're concentrating on that, I take this little pin and go... Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly day. Mm. What a broad jump. Oh, that. Hey, my gosh, you got me loose, Wimp. Oh, gee, thanks, boy. Thanks a lot. Oh, it was nothing, really. All it needed was a quick jerk on that foot. Yeah, I guess I must be the quickest. I mean, I gave the quickest jerk you ever saw. Well, come on, Molly. Well, thanks, Wimp. We'll see you at home. Now, relax, dear. Here's the shop right here. Boy, we made it. We made it. Open the door, will you? So I can get in there and get rid of this seven-year hoodoo. Whew. My goodness, look at the mirrors. Yeah, boy, I'd hate to work in a joint like this. I'd be so scared. Well, what that... can I do for you? Uh, here's a mirror needs fixing, sis. Want to have it re-slivered. Re-silvered? Yeah. Now take it, will you, sis? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, 
I'm sure glad to get that thing off my hands. When can we get it back, miss? Well, you wait until I have a look at it. We'll see what shape it's in. It's rectangular shape, sis. About this long and that wide. You... I mean, what condition, sir? Oh. Mm-hmm. You want this resilvered? Haven't you made a mistake? Mistake? No, I don't. Oh, McGee, this isn't the mirror. This is the coffee tray. What? You picked up the wrong package off the hall table. You... You mean I risked my life, worried myself into... You mean I could have dropped that thing without... Oh, my gosh. Oh, let me lean against something. Uh, no, 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 don't lean against that. Uh-oh. Oh, How many did I break? Eight. Eight mirrors. Seven times eight is 65. 65 years of bad luck. <laughs> I failed to see anything funny, sir. <laughs> What's so funny, McGee? <laughs> 65 years of bad luck. Why, that's impossible. I won't even live that long. <laughs> Deborah and Molly will be right back. Your radio dial is the key to a veritable mecca of entertainment when you set it here to your NBC station. Tuesday night, for example, you'll hear the tops in mystery and excitement as NBC presents three top-flight adventure shows. There's Dragnet, the true stories of your police force in action. Rocky Fortune, starring Frank Sinatra. And Barry Craig, confidential investigator with William Gargan in the title role. You'll hear the best in true-life police stories when you tune to Dragnet, starring Jack Webb in the role of Sergeant Joe Friday. Dragnet takes you step-by-step on the side of the law in the reenactment of an actual police case. From crime to punishment, Dragnet is true. From beginning to end, Dragnet is exciting listening. Here at Tuesday nights on most NBC stations. Then listen as Frank Sinatra portrays the footloose and fancy-free Rocky Fortune, an adventurous young man always in the midst of an intriguing situation. Tuesday is terrific on the NBC Radio Network. Oh, I tell you, McGee, when I saw those mirrors fall and thought of you having to pay for all that damage, I just about fainted. Yeah, me too. Lucky thing they had insurance to cover it. Certainly is. Yeah. As the fireman said when he looked at the little bitty iron ladder, sure a mighty narrow escape. (laughs) Uh, my gosh, Molly, don't you get it? Fire escape, narrow escape, it's... It ain't funny, McGee. That's what the woman in the shop said. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. NBC and Papermate Pens have brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program, transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Wallace Whipple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Marion Richmond as the unlucky shopkeeper. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Tonight, it's music on the NBC Radio Network. Say goodbye. 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 